You're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. No, I turned that off this time. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a click track on last time? No, just, you know, the olden days. The good old days. The good old days. Uh, video games. It's a nice what? long vape pull, you vapist. Gotta get it in before we start. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, John. Mm. Oh, we're we're doing video games we're just, like, yeah. right away. We oh, just okay. sat and played the Switch for twenty minutes. Okay, we kind of got to. I was gonna tell I need me, some time to process. Tell that's, me, that's all right. tell me all about Merida on the horse hunting robot dinos. Give um, me the give me the lowdown. Give me the LD. I don't ride horses or anything. How do you hunt the robot dinos? I run. <laughs> Seems like a real rough way to hunt robot dinos. <laughs> no, you, out of context, this is a weird start. Um, what the fuck is this game? Horizon Zero Dawn. So imagine you are like Ygritte from Game of Thrones, the wildling redhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a post-apocalyptic society, and humanity's been overrun by robot dinosaurs. And you're trying to find out why there's robot dinosaurs, what happened to humanity. So it's Terminator meets Game of Thrones meets Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's incredible. And then, I mean, and the reviews so are good. insane. Like I it's getting Are these solar powered dinosaurs? How how are they still powered? I don't want I want to ruin the story for you. <laughs> Do they have charging stations that they sit on? <laughs> What's the gameplay like? You're talking Elon about Musk in the world. So it's like open world RPG, right? Yeah. Imagine like a Skyrim. But I okay. like this way more because it's sci-fi. I'm not a fantasy guy. Makes so sense. something I noticed in checking like r slash gaming, looking at different gifts, seeing people play it kind of from a distance at conferences lately, um, it looked to me very much like there was attention to detail to an obsessive level. To um, as an example, there's a part where she's sitting on the horse. And she's turning around on the horse, like moving her whole body around so she's backwards. And normally they'd fade the animation between the two. Like, is it that accurate where her legs actually slide over the top of the horse? Like, do you crazy. notice a lot it's of really cool stuff? It's the prettiest game I have ever played. Awesome. I feel fully comfortable saying. And are you playing it on a PS4 Pro or the standard? Just the standard. Okay. But uh, what's the difference with the Pro? Is that the... It's, got it's like the 4K. 4K yeah. 4K-ish, I think I've heard it described, because it doesn't quite do 4K, and it's got like a better GPU. It does HDR. Hmm. High dynamic range. The sun. That's really what does it. No, I know. Really? Like the changing of the day is... I can't describe it, but okay. it's the most realistic thing I've ever experienced in a video game. And then when you fire, like if I'm holding the bow, like, She'll start to quiver, and it's not just like the same repeated thing over and over. It's, oh, really? It's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. More importantly, they used a female protagonist in this game, which I get because the game, like, I'm playing, and it seems like they're trying to, like, teach people about, like, how to treat women properly. <laughs> <laughs> so how, I, how was that? Well, I encounter one character, and he's, like, hitting on me, and I'm like, 17, 18 years old. He's an old man. It's kind of creepy. And I was like, this is weird. But like by the fourth dude, I was like, <laughs> I don't think I took it the way it was meant to be. Playing. I was like, Everyone wants to fuck me. I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good for you. 
It's good for me. I mean, I like, think it's going to upset people I'm saying that. But good like, self-esteem boost for you. You want to fuck me? You want to fuck me? Everybody wants to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> uh, where's my pen? Everyone wants to fuck Holy John. Uh, but yeah, I've put in like somewhere between 40 and 50 hours. I'm not... I'm like just below forty percent through at this point. Wow! Are you going for like hundred percent completion, or are you just kind of letting the game carry you? Everything. Like I come across a quest, I stop the main mission, I go complete the quest. I've been doing that. Fuck a couple old dudes. Yeah. Kill some dinos. No, haven't haven't had sex with me. Don't think I know what sex is as a character. (laughs) (laughs) She was like cast out of the tribe, so you were pretty much raised by this old man. She and definitely knows just... what sex is. <laughs> As I was saying that, I was different. like, oh, God. <laughs> this is going down a weird path. Here. It's the best game you've ever played, huh? Yeah, I love it. I'm a sexy badass. Yeah? Yeah. That's that's it. That's all. Oh, that's all you got. That's all I got. Is that on Xbox or is it a PlayStation? PlayStation exclusive. It's done by Guerrilla mm-hmm. Games, um, and they did... Um, Fuck, what did they do? Killzone. Killzone. They did the Killzone Which series. Which is like, I wasn't going to buy this originally. I was satisfied with For Honor. I wasn't even going to pick this up. And then on a whim, that day it came out. I went after work, went to GameStop, and it's consumed my life. So I've, literally, I've canceled For Honor's plans done. to stay at home in the dark and play Horizon <laughs> <laughs> Zero Dawn. That's what I plan to do with Mass Effect. When does that drop? March twenty first, yeah. this month. Mm-hmm. Man, so that's Super a excited. a week from when this episode releases. Then, yep, Fuck. this month, dude. I know. And then South Park's like a week later. Yep. Oh, I know. Fractured butthole. <laughs> if it doesn't get delayed again, or did right. it go gold? No, this is. It's a fair point because they delayed it. Delayed. They delayed it, uh, and right at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, a lot of games, but so, also a console. Yes, yeah, so Tom and I, which we've talked about um, leading up to this, we both got the Nintendo Switch. Right, both little got startup Zelda. company, little startup company called Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, they used to make playing cards, so they've jumped into the console market. <laughs> From Hanafuda to handhelds, pretty crazy adventure. <laughs> Fuck you guys. So I need to ask you this: So where did you order yours? You, oh, you guys are GameStop, right? Yep. And so you had to go physically get yours. Yep. Was there any stress on your part of like maybe I won't get this? Or are uh, you pretty like comfortable with your? There the the my Zelda reservation wasn't held, so that was kind of a bummer. But they had plenty there, so it wasn't a big deal. But I was like, what the fuck? Uh, outside yeah. of that, though, the console was no problem. Cool, cool. Did was it was it? Did you go pick it up like at midnight? Did you go like on Saturday? When did you go pick yours up? I didn't pick it up till midday Friday. So okay. I taken off sat- Fridays to have that three day weekend. We went and saw Logan first thing. Picked up the Switch and then played Switch. Cool, cool. So why, why do you ask? I ask because I ordered mine through Target, and it was a little bit harrowing because <laughs> they just like hadn't. So Thursday morning, oh yeah, I my system had about it. my system hadn't shipped yet. So had no like notifications or nothing. They hadn't. So I pre-ordered it and prepaid for it. I mean, what one o'clock in the morning the night it was available. Mm-hmm. They held the money for the purchase on my card, but never officially took it. At all. That's and so it weird. just sat there as a hold. And then Thursday, it was suddenly like, I tweeted at him finally. I was like, hey, like, I haven't heard anything about the system. It launches tomorrow and you haven't shipped it. 
like, are you going to ship it or are you going to bend time? Like, how is this thing going to get here? <laughs> and like, luckily, like at one o'clock in the afternoon, they shipped it out of Phoenix and overnighted it and I got it. But it was just really kind of like, like the lack of communication was super stressful, especially when the, like Nintendo's history of low quantities. Right. Mm-hmm. And me having absolutely no faith in Target because I've never pre-ordered from them at all. Like I've never, honestly, I've never pre-ordered anything online that's not a video game. Like a console, I usually have those available in person. So it was very like no communication, no anything. And then suddenly, oh, your system shipped. What surprised me is that Target still had some in stock. I was going to say, when I picked up Horizon, um, they had a ton of Switches. And I was like, are these pre-orders stacked back here? Or are these for sale? And I'm like, no, they're for sale. And they literally had like a floor-to-ceiling stack of them. Yep. Have that's you guys awesome. heard of anybody not getting their pre-order or anything like no, that? It seems I like there were zero problems with that whatsoever. Yeah. No, that's that's what I was so... I, uh, that was kind of my question led next is I was really impressed with like, I haven't heard of supply shortages or any, any kind of craziness. I've seen... There's been shortages now by my own fault. Like I wanted to pick up a pro controller and I thought maybe at some point I'll grab this. And then I had some friends say, well, Target had eight and this other place had seven and this place has six. So I thought I'll be fine. And then I hit all three places and they were sold out that mm, night. Okay. Which is like my own fault. If they had eight on hand, that's plenty. Yeah. If you would have gone and grabbed them. Yeah. Yeah. And they had plenty of the joy cons. Those are still kicking around. Cool. The games have all been restocked since then. So the it's only awesome. thing I've heard of problems with is the left joy cons. Yeah. Like the unpairing losing, issue. Right? Yeah. People are losing. I, you know what's funny is it's an Apple thing. You're holding it wrong. There's something messing with the antenna in them. Mm. So I saw a thing. Somebody pulled one open, and they added a tiny antenna to it, and it fixed the problem. Really? Because I haven't had any I, issues. I've, that's the only so thing weird. I've heard of. Yeah, like the only problem I've had is when I was playing it not connected, when I was playing it just freehanded, and I would like put it on standby and set the controllers down and walk away. When I'd come back and turn it back on, it would make me repair my controllers. And it would just make me hold L and R. They'd register, and then I'd be fine. That's the only thing I've run into, and that didn't to me that didn't seem like an issue because I had stopped playing for yeah. an hour, hour and a half, and come back. Yeah, that's the only yeah. thing I've heard of is people have been like playing, like so they're connected to the the console, and that's like something like in their hand gets in mm. the way and it loses connection. That, and then I read, I think it was the day before launch day. A company that makes the skins, you know, like the vinyl wraps for everything. Right. I I didn't know that was such a trendy oh, like, thing. Yeah, like game skins, probably. No, not even that. They make them for they make them for the drone, the Mavic. Oh, okay. Like, so they, they make them make, for like everything. Accessory they make them, they make them for the uh, Pokemon Go Plus, the little. Oh, okay. Like anything you can get a skin for. But this company was like, hey, we're refunding everyone. Something about the adhesives destroy the Joy Cons. Oh, and so they posted pictures like so they were doing their pre-work like they had ordered a dev console and they got it early and they were testing everything out and they weren't sticking super great, I guess. And then when they peeled them off, the Joy-Cons were all pitted and beat up looking like so something in the adhesive and something with what the Joy-Con skin or paint or whatever, whatever coating is on it and the adhesive Mm. do not mix. And then. Even on just the console, you've got that Nintendo Switch logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever they used to screen print that when they pulled the vinyl off looked like like an intentionally worn screen print. Hmm. Like So it pulled off the paint that they screened on there. Sounds like someone with their adhesive. Well, yeah. And they t- tried different adhesives too. Weird. Like They Weird. have different stuff and they're like, we're going to keep trying, but we're refunding everybody's money because we are not going to sell this to you. That's Good cool. on them for that though. Yeah, yeah. For not just destroying everybody's yeah. shit. Those are, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> those are the only problems, unless you consider the made-up problems of CNET, where they 
fucking tip it over. <laughs> yeah, it's the they do a whole thing on CNET about the kickstand in the back not being super secure and like it doesn't hold it up and not on even grounds and all this other shit. There's like, literally like them for, pushing like, it over. Water, like white water rafting. It's just you set it on a fucking yeah. table. Yeah, I was literally just playing it on the kickstand on the table. Well, and, and then they're like, if you fine. leave it out and you go to put it in the dock, it pops off. Why would Don't you, be well, a dipshit. Yeah, that's <laughs> because you're torquing it the wrong fucking way. People are making up dumb complaints, like the charging port on the bottom. That That's a poor design choice. It is, because if you're going to be playing it freestanding and you want to charge at the same time... I was trying like, to think of how to solve that, though. I mean, you their, could like, model and 3D print something. But no, 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 like how do they want you to just drop it in and go to the screen. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, it has to be on the bottom. I mean, they had... I think they just had to make a choice, right? Yeah. Because otherwise... A, that's you, how, yeah. Because if you put it on the back, you'd have to, like, drop it and switch it, and that would be weird. Yeah. That's, be for as small as it, as it is, there probably weren't a lot of different layouts they could use right. and things like that. It's just, I don't think it's as big of a deal as people it, make. It, it, I mean, I can see the complaint, but I will also say mm-hmm. that I played it while charging while on my vacation for 10 hours and I never... Well, and cared. you know, in a couple of weeks, someone's going to come out with like a little stand that lifts it up off people, the table with a little... People are already 3D printing. Valley. Like there's already yeah. models online you can 3D print. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a non-issue. But so the Switch though itself, uh, you guys so, have had it for how long now? A week. A week. Yeah, I've had it for about a week. And speaking of like the time frame, Nintendo stock's gone up uh, about 8%. Nice. And they. Yes. He has a full page of notes over here. I made a bunch of notes because I wanted to be prepared. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought that was his journal. It was like <laughs> introspective poetry. <laughs> That's the black one. This is the gray one. It's like haiku about Switch. Stock up 8%. <laughs> stock up 8%. I don't know how to haiku. That's as far as I got. I don't know how to haiku either. So. Uh, so they they're saying that Zelda for the Switch is the best selling standalone Nintendo game of all time that wasn't paired with a console. It's beat out the Zelda Twilight Princess. That's awesome. Is what they're saying. Well, and wasn't before Twilight Princess? No, sorry, Twilight Princess was the one. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. and Twilight Princess had two console releases simultaneously too, which I guess this one did as well because it came out on Wii U, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I guess so, only it was either ten or twenty percent was picked up on the Wii U. That, Everything else was on the Switch, which makes sense. That's how Twilight Princess was, though. Everyone mm-hmm. bought it on the Wii, and like the GameCube came out, but they only sold a small handful of copies, I think. That's almost considered rare as far as collectors are concerned, right? Yeah. Um, so this guy, Lewis Ward, I can't remember where he's from, but he tracks these kinds of things and makes predictions on sales, and he thinks that uh, by the end of March, 2 million will be sold, and probably by the end of the year, they'll sell about 8 million Switch and they said it's better than the Wii U. It's not as good as the Wii, but it's exactly where they want to be. Yeah. And it's not as good as the Xbox One or the PS4 either. No. Mm-hmm. But, but it's still really It's very good. different, too. What do you so. mean by it's not as good as? So, the like, sales. yeah, the, the Xbox One Oh, the just PS4, the numbers? Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were just talking about the console. No, numbers. No, I, and it's, I feel like this is the first time in a long time Nintendo's innovated something. Um, I talked to Nick a little bit about this because the Wii U was all right for what it was, but, but playing it, it was like, this is just kind of, it's dumb. Right. It has some cool games, but it, there's nothing interesting about this. It was a gimmick. Yeah, whereas this, it doesn't feel like a gimmick. It feels like innovation. It, and maybe part of it's being uh, like a web developer all day, every day. I'm building things for desktop sizes and mobile sizes and everything in between. And this feels like a natural progression for gaming to where I can play it on the go with the small screen and I can also right. put it in the big screen. And nothing changes. It's the same thing. Well, and, and, and to that point, too you aren't compromising how you want to play by making that choice. I haven't even taken the dock out of the fucking package. Oh, really? I haven't. No, it's not even hooked up or in the, out of the package. 
when my wife and I played on Sunday before our trip, we were literally playing the handheld Zelda. I would play for two hours. I would save it, hand it to her, and she would play it and then save it and hand it back. Like the dock hasn't even been set up. You also haven't been home all that much. Right. But I also generally when I play games like this, I don't like to sit at my couch. Yeah, makes sense. I, I like to lay in bed or be in a plane or so it's in the toilet. And oh, a lot of that too. Yeah. So like it just it's really great that you know, you you yeah. are playing it on a huge screen. I'm playing it on a handheld, and we're both getting the same experience out of Zelda, mm-hmm. minus the fact that it's so open world. I, I'm sure we've had totally different experiences in the first week playing it. But and I want to talk about some of that too. Yeah. Um. But uh, did you have other questions, Tyson, about the console before we talk yeah. about Zelda? What about like graphics and like how does it compare to the other consoles that are out there right now? I think it's, in my opinion, it's hard to say because this is a game that was developed for the Wii U. Right. So it's not really pushing. Nintendo never pushes the boundaries on their first go. Right. But I'm completely satisfied. I think it's beautiful. There's some frame rate issues here and there, but. Well, I mean, and this thing doesn't have. It's hard to complain about. I haven't seen like, I don't know if I've even seen the specs for this thing in the wild. I don't know if it's actually released like the hardware specs. I've seen teardowns like where people have taken it apart. Mm-hmm. But I haven't actually seen like how much RAM, what you know, kind of GPU. Um, iFix says the battery is totally replaceable. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you have to still take it apart, and then you have to remove some thermal paste. But right. just throw the, another <laughs> set of thermal paste on, and you can put a new battery in easier than anything else. That's sick. Um, Especially as like a handheld. It's Every time I'm playing it on the TV and I think, oh, I'm going to switch over to handheld now, I think I'm going to lose something along the way, and I don't. Yeah. Like it's it's just right size. And, it's and visually, HD. I mean, Zelda is stunning. I've taken some shots where I'm standing up on a really high mountain just overlooking the whole world, and they're obviously using rendering tricks so that they're not pushing a lot of processing power, but it feels like you can see forever. Like, I don't feel like I'm compromising a lot. Well, they're using, like, the – what's that called? The astral projection – Things further away, you lose the brighter colors. Anti-aliasing? No, no, no. In real life, like if you're out looking out in the mountains and there's like red and yellow, and those colors drop the further something is away. And so in a video game, it feels like Nintendo's cheating that by by doing it right. Yeah, Yeah. but it just looks really good. And I don't. I think like if we're saying, well, how does it compare visually? Like we're not going to get a Gears of War looking game on this, or a Near Automata, or. Horizon, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah. Um, you know, they just, it, I don't think it can hack that, but I think for a handheld, it's just fucking great. And yeah. Zelda is beautiful. And I think for the market that, because like <clears throat> Nintendo, their style for this was more like Spirited Away or one of those animes. It's not so much realistic. It's going for the gameplay and the right. overall. I feel like that's always Nintendo. Exactly. It's kind of steer me away from Nintendo, yeah. to be honest. But, I, but, but to be honest, too, like I feel like they're also doing they're using this console in the right way to drive indie dev because even I'm on my PS4, on I play a lot of pixel art, 2D games, Metroidvanias. Shovel Knight. Shovel, exactly. And it's, they're already starting to see a lot of that stuff roll through. And their their indie dev list is pretty impressive, provided they actually make it out. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that they've opened it up for Unreal Engine development is huge because Unreal Engine has a great way to push the console fast, and it's pretty standard. So that and there's a lot of really talented developers on Unreal. I feel so. like you're being a shill right now because you have an Unreal shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Does it help that the game I'm working on is in Unity? Does that do anything? No, goddamn no. it, Tom. Um, but really, like, I feel like by opening it up to Unreal, they're just they're giving themselves so much more power to get this stuff over and get it ported and get it in, which is cool. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about the 3DS is not having something to play, hopping in the virtual market and spending five or ten bucks on some random indie game yeah been playing it for a week or two i mean how many hours we put into pushmo yeah pushmo or oh the god. box boy 
yep. any of those games. And I, I also, think this console would be great for that. And I also like that it's a full touch screen, but it's not making you like drag a stylus across it. I, yeah. So I had my 3DS out today because I was trying to figure out how to sell shit and fuck Nintendo for that. But yeah, it's annoying. Like using the stylus for everything and it's yeah. tiny and... Mm-hmm. And I, I, to me, that's just another like a design win for them. Like I think they learned that the stylus was not a great move. Yeah, I hope they did. And did not. I haven't used the touchscreen once. I just navigate around with the, mm-hmm. which is a nice feature that I don't have to worry about that. So, what games have you bought so far? I know we played Bomberman. You've got that. I have Zelda is the only one I have right now. But what else have you picked up? That was the two I picked up. I know there was also one two Switch and some dance game. Um, right, and then I am Setsuna came out as digital only. It's oh, a, it's a port of a Square Enix RPG for that was on PS4. Is that the one uh, that's thirty two gigs? Uh, no, that's, no, that's Dragon Quest. No, that it's something Heroes one and two. It's Dragon Quest Heroes. Oh, okay. I think it wasn't a Dragon Quest Heroes. It was because uh-huh. it was a J- Japanese only release. Yeah, there was a Japanese release so that was bigger than the console could hold. Yep, it was. Well, it was exactly thirty-two gigs. Yeah, yeah. But the console's not going to have realistically thirty-two right, gigs. Right, because of the operating system. Yeah, yeah, it was Dragon Quest Heroes too. So okay. I picked up. Um, you got a question, John? No. Oh, sorry. You were. You leaned in. Oh yeah, I'm just getting comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up Zelda and played that for a day or two, and then Danielle picked up Bomberman for me. And we played that some here and there. I picked that up knowing that when I wanted to sit down and play the Switch with friends or be like, hey, check this out, I'm not going to just sit and play Zelda. Right. And especially uh, Bomberman got really good reviews. It got seven and seven and a half most places out of 10. So I felt confident that spending the 50 bucks on it was worth it because it's not. Yeah, I was a little like I'm I'm picking it up, but I was a little turned off by the price. I don't know that I think Bomberman's a $50 game. I think because it's out at launch, it's a $50 game. Yeah. But really, that should be like a $20, $30 game. That being said, it's a mm-hmm. hell of a fun game. Uh, uh, yeah. Else, yeah. When you mentioned that it was 50 bucks, I was pretty surprised. Well, like it, like you said, it's a launch game. Right, right. I think if they would have launched it or put it as a download-only multiplayer thing, then it would be like a 20 There's a long f- campaign for it yeah. that I have no interest in playing. I mean, <laughs> right. I couldn't play that game for more than... 45 minutes to Yeah, we had in one a good 20-minute I mean, run. That was yeah. fun enough. Yeah. yeah, It's a fun get-together and party game. I was yeah, yeah. drink and then like hop like, in and I'm out. I'm not going to space out I want... for nine hours playing Bomberman. Your guys' no, opinion. No. Which is what I want if I'm spending yeah. 50 plus you game hours. When you game, you game hard. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of thing. I like to just jump in and jump out. Like That's why I play Titanfall mostly because hop in, play a few rounds, hop out, I'm done. But um, with the Switch, did you feel like the controller was too small? So it felt fine to me. The joy. I didn't feel like it yeah. was too small, but like where the, like where the one I was holding, which I think was a, the right. It's Joy-Con, probably the right. It's in the middle, huh? Yeah, like the the stick is in the middle. Oh, see, and the left so one felt fine to me. It was. I mean, it, what I got used to it after playing one round yeah. of Bomberman. But like when I was sitting there holding it, kind of like, okay, how am I going to hold this to where I can comfortably? I thought it was kind of a. I get how they split it up. I think it's super cool because it's the first console out of the box to have two player. But yeah. I avoid using the right hand one when I play. Right, but again, it's like kind I of said, like a little after one weird. or two rounds of Bomberman, it was I, I didn't even yeah. notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, sure. You adapt. I mean, especially a game like that where it's one button and yeah. the joystick. Yeah, You're just dicking around. Yeah, it's uh, I stopped even thinking about it. I think they know if you're buying Nintendo, you're used to having small things in your hand. Oh. Boom. <laughs> think Don, are you talking about my dick, John? I'm talking about. Our dicks collected. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you have any other questions 
Does anybody, as far as the Switch itself, before we nerd out about Zelda? No, I want to hear. Okay, can I? I want to point out one design flaw that's super basic, but it, it actually got on my nerves this weekend. Do it. The fact that the power cable is one solid piece, like the fact that they didn't do a USB brick and then a USB cable for USB C. Oh, was yeah. a little bit obnoxious. Only because so for me, I'm like, oh, I have a high amperage car charger. If I'm on a road trip, I'll just take it, plug it into my car charger, right? But it's all one solid unit, so if you want to do anything like that, you have to go out and buy another USB cable, mm-hmm. which is just it's annoying. Only, yeah, it's just annoying. It's just only ten bucks for a new USB C cable. It's not a big deal. But okay, I didn't understand yeah. what you meant for so, a minute there. I yeah, get so the brick is it. one complete piece versus like a cell phone charger. You get a brick and then a USB cable that you can plug into your computer or whatever. Right. And so it just seemed to me like they could have. I can't imagine it raises production costs more than twenty five cents a unit, if that. Yeah, I'd be curious so, to see if they. Because on that same line, I want another dock. Yeah. And I don't see that that would be a very expensive item They're to, selling to them. purchase. Just the dock? They're like 90 bucks. I thought you had to, you could only get the AC adapter. I thought they sold the dock. Hold on. Why would the dock be $90? Because money. I thought I saw it. Maybe I was, maybe I was high. Either way, it would be nice to have one. You were to, probably high. To keep, high. to toss, like you go to the different friend's house, it's not hard to hook up. The, the way they've set it up is... Because an Xbox is pretty cumbersome, you know. This is a pretty easy thing to yeah. take around, plug into your friend's HDMI port, and you're good to go. Fuck you, John. I'm sorry, dude. It's a poem. I could read your yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some music going for John, and he'll just read your poems. Super hard robot. All right, I'm not seeing Found the giant ogre. I'm not seeing the docs on Amazon, so I must have. He came after me. He adapted. <laughs> Bow, arrow, eye. <laughs> I don't know what that word. Held. Held is a, a cut tree to fall on him. <laughs> Crush it. <laughs> and swing at me. <laughs> Lucas <laughs> Can we drop some music behind that? When, like, yeah, the, the, we need a little music. Very faintly, the mm-hmm. Zelda theme like, song or something. Oh, maybe some like maybe like a smooth jazz version of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Take, take nope. us for a walk, no and then we jazz. can all. So I was gonna say I was I felt <laughs> like you were chanting. Yeah, that's Whoa, exactly. Man. <laughs> Whoa, man. So I, I just want to correct myself before you start nerding out about Zelda. I'm not seeing an extra dock for the Switch available, so I must have. That's the console's three hundred bucks. I imagine two hundred and ninety dollars of that was in the fucking. Switch. Oh, yeah. I was looking around today when I was pricing out getting rid of my Wii U and my 3DS and on GameStop they have a Wii U or no, fucking Nintendo Switch starter kit that's $600. Jesus. <laughs> so it's the console and then the charging thing for the Joy-Cons uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then um, Snipper Clips, Just Dance 7 God. and Zelda and a 64 gig SD card, okay. which I just ordered on Amazon for 20 bucks. Yeah. All right. So here's my one design flaw. Okay. The Joy Cons, that's what the controllers, the left and right hand, are called. They can only be charged when they're plugged into the console itself while you're like playing it and plugged in, or when it's in the dock. So if your Joy Cons die while you're playing the game on your TV, you have to buy a separate thing that you plug it into. That's the same. It's the exact same um, adapter that comes with the console, but it has a USB plug. Yeah. Mm. So it's like a controller, but does it have a battery pack as well, or is it just a charging? I think, I think it's it has a, a battery. I have no idea. But that was the one thing for me. I'm like, pack in a way to I can charge this while I'm playing. Right. Yeah. 
Well, and just like put a, a huge deal. micro USB port on it and let me just plug it into my phone charger. Again, like mm-hmm. universal tech is a thing. Fuckers. Yeah. Motherfuckers. So Zelda. Blow your loads. Time to blow some loads. Ooh, can I taste the cartridge first? Oh, yeah. Oh, can I tell you guys a story about that real quick before yeah. we talk Zelda? Yeah. So I was at GDC when my console arrived. And Anna knew this full well, and she knew how excited I was. I saw her post the picture. Yeah. That was funny. So I got a bunch of those wake photos. wake up the dogs, Lucas. I'm trying. I'm like, trying. she sent me, like, a play-by-play on Snapchat of her unboxing my <laughs> system and, like, taking it all apart. It was ridiculous. And then somebody made the comment that the cartridges for Zelda ch- taste weird. It's just all cartridges. Yeah. So she was like, well, I got to find out why. And so suddenly I get this picture of her, like, licking the car- the game cartridge. <laughs> But, was, but you didn't get the context, so you thought she was just coming on to you. Yeah, I was like, are you trying to be sexy with my Zelda? Because that's cool. That's, so I saw some random video where a guy puts it in his mouth. And I saw another random video of Griffin McElroy putting an amiibo in his mouth. Yeah, he's got a whole series. That's how he reviews them. Why, <laughs> it's like a thing to he does. Why is anyone putting Zelda I'll, in their mouth? I'll tell you why. Yeah, please. So it's like... Uh, maybe Tom can relate, but like playing guitar, this is like the size of a pick. Yep. Oh, and at yeah. different that times, I put like the pick in my mouth when I'm grabbing my guitar, mm. so I could see where you're swapping out and be like, "Oh, hold on." I also, do that. It's also to prevent kids from swallowing it. Like they'll put it in their mouth, and then it'll taste bad, so they spit it out. I mean, don't get like crazy gross with deep this. throat. D- don't that put your shit. dick on that. Just look at so it. So Tyson here is going to uh, test. It tastes bitter. Hmm. I mean, it's not like I've seen people reactions online where they're like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it definitely doesn't taste good. I wonder if they use like. Can we tell them now? (laughs) We knew you were going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Lucas put it between his penis and scrotum before. (laughs) That's why it tastes familiar. Let him finish. I put it there this morning. (laughs) Stayed there all day. I wasn't done with that. Oh, sorry. Damn it, Tyson. Spent the day riding along. And it does definitely lingers. So you wouldn't want to keep that in your mouth. Why the fuck is this case so big? That's so here's it's like a marketing thing. Do you want to? The reason this is big is because you're spending fifty bucks on something this small. I've spent more money on. That, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. That's probably the reason. And yeah. also, and then you don't. Lose if you it. look at the height, that's like that's going to be the same height as like an Xbox 360 or Xbox One case. So it'll sit on a bookshelf, nice. Yeah. Like, it'll be weird because it'll slide in further, but it'll look more even. I dig it. I don't I, know. I have a hard time buying digital with Nintendo. I'm outside never of buying games. Nintendo oh, really? digital again after today. They're not great at syncing up with your mm, account. So I'm so going to sell, sell your console. Yeah, I'm probably going to sell Cast Mine. And okay. it's got Mario Kart 8 on it and some other indie games I got from a Humble, Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. I have to nuke it all. Yeah, and you so and that's tied to console, not account. With the Switch, though, now it is no, tied to account. No, it's tied to my um, Nintendo network ID. Oh, really? So, yeah, I have to nuke my network ID off there, sell it to Cast, and those aren't going to be on there. So he can't the sell Wii, the games with it. Oh, on the yeah. Wii, you could. Oh, okay. Because I bought a Wii from GameStop used, and we had a bunch of virtual console games. I was like, fuck, yeah, let's play Super Mario See, World. I actually prefer if it's linked to account. Yeah, you know if they do console, cloud saves, but yet? not yet. I thought that was getting patched in somewhere. I want cloud saves because I'm terrified of losing that Switch after playing yeah. Zelda for but, 30 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, aren't the account like if I go get a different Wii U, can I download those games again? Yes. Now, okay. you, I thought you could in you the can. past. You, in the past, you couldn't, and they okay. finally moved to that, which Fucking is awesome. Good. I will say the the UI and UX of this is amazing. It's really like, good. getting it up. It's very straightforward. Like, 
here's how you set it up. Now you want to set it on your TV, and it just walks you through two or three steps. Uh-huh. Put your game in. All right, you're good to well, go. And it's, you don't have to set up an account. You don't have to tie it to a Nintendo account. You can do that later if you want. And they allow multiple account access, which I didn't think they were going to do. I was actually mm-hmm. really – so, again, my wife, like, set the whole Switch up as hers just to fuck with me. And I was like, God damn it. Like, do I have to wipe this thing and start over? But it was just as easy as doing it on another console. I logged in, signed it with my Nintendo ID. And when you switch accounts, your Zelda saves all switch. Like it's, they did a very good job of making sure this is all very standard. So uh, Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Um, it's pretty amazing. As I would have hoped. I think it's the first Zelda game since the very first Zelda to feel overwhelming and like I have no idea what's going on yep. and I can do anything and like you get wrecked by dudes or there are these different puzzles it's not hand holding you're not gated through different areas that obviously you're supposed to be here it's very much like I'm gonna go up there those guys I know will kill me so I'm yep. gonna sneak around and, and at any point if I get bored of fighting I can go do puzzles if I get bored of puzzles I can go like find and forage for yep. food to make new recipes that might like you get spicy food and that makes you impervious to the cold for 10 minutes or you get different yeah. buffs. So you learn all these different things and yeah. now you can go to different places. I spent like an hour last night actually cooking random shit, hoping to find a food that would make me impervious to fire so that I could pass a fire trial and also get to the Goron City. Did you get the unedible food? Not yet, no. Yeah, I don't know what I mixed, but it popped up and it was all like censored out. And it just said like, eat this at your own risk. We're not sure what you did, you know, kind of a thing. But <laughs> hopefully it won't hurt you. And I, I also find, and I don't know if you if you saw this and liked it or if I'm just making it up in my head, but like the first bit you do is very much a tutorial and you kind of have this old man kind of explaining shit to you as you're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And once you finish that tutorial, you kind of have an idea of how the world works a little bit. And then they're just like, okay, good luck, fucker. And you have like, everything at that point. Yeah, at that you, point, you're completely you unlocked. Have bombs, you have all the different like tools you need, and there's never a chest that you get a sword with. There's never a chest you get a bow with. You just you you pick up a stick, and then when you kill somebody, they drop weapons. That's how you get weapons. Yep. And then oh, I've got a sword now, and eventually that'll break, and you have to get a new one. And and it forces you to like play the game because mm-hmm. you have to go out. For example, I I found a fairy, and she was like, "Oh, I'll upgrade your armor if you have these items." And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have these items, but I know where they are. And so I had to go out and kill a bunch of monsters to get them. And then all my weapons broke. And so then I had to go kill more monsters to steal their weapons. But none of it feels like uh, Destiny. None of it feels yeah. like you're, uh, what was that? Yeah. Farming. You're not farming yeah. anything. It's it's much more natural. Like, okay, yeah. well, I know I can't do this thing, but there's a hundred other things to do. And me doing those, I'll naturally get the stuff to come back to this one. I, thing. Asked, yeah. I asked Tom about that because that, that does sound like it would be get a little annoying, though. Like having your weapons constantly break but, but, like, but you find not. so many of them every time you kill somebody they drop yeah, weapons that's yeah. what he was saying like yeah. the you know you kill a skeleton and their arm drops and that can be your weapon like the, yeah. only, the only thing i found annoying is i've used the bombs to like kite bad guys that are too strong and just blow them up slowly and have them chase me around the map mm-hmm. and then i get a really fucking strong weapon from them and then when that weapon breaks i'm super bummed because i go back to like having to actually like try to fight instead of just running up and just wrecking shit. But see, that's another example though, too, of there's no, there's not this gated experience. Yeah. So I spent all this time. I blew up this like bad guy. It took me an hour and a half. I got this weapon. That's way more powerful than me or anybody I'm around. And now I get to live like a God in this area yeah. for a while. Yep. There's no hearts. Like you don't pick up hearts in the grass. You have to eat food. Yep. You, Everything is much more. It, it kind of reminds me of Minecraft in a lot of ways. Yeah, it, it, like the crafting and then the exploration of just 
going over a hill and be like, what the hell's here? I think it's like, it's, I mean, really, they took Zelda and they took their Zelda formula and they applied like a modern Western RPG formula to it. Mm-hmm. Because like you, there's bits of Minecraft, there's definitely Oblivion of Skyrim and even Fallout like stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy 15 had a lot of elements that are similar to this, like with the way you explore. The Witcher has some elements that are similar to this. Like they have the, they have the fucking quest board from The Witcher. Is it for- like like The Witcher has that? You walk into a town and there's all these quests on a board and you grab them all and then you go out and do these monster hunts. Hmm. And this has that. You walk, I'm like, oh, there's a message board. Oh, cool. She wants me to go get a thing. And I went and got it and I got my reward. So it's, it's yeah, it's it feels like Nintendo really finally were like, what made our stuff great? And then what makes everything else great? And now we make a game instead of we say this is how they should be. Right. So do you feel like it's missing anything? Because I remember with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and, you know, all the other old Zelda games. For me, I, I really liked the part of earning your new gear. Oh, man. Do you feel like you're going to love this? Yeah. Well, so but I mean, it sounds like you just get it all at the beginning. No, no, no. So I, oh. so you get you get the tools. But there's that's separate from like your swords and your bow, as well as um, like your your armor sets. So you get an armor set to be able to swim, but then you can upgrade that. And some of them you buy and they cost money, so you can sneak around more. Or there's a if you get the climbing one, no, it's a sleeveless tunic. It's fucking hilarious, and it's got rope. You look like (laughs) a total bro. But you can go climb farther. But then you climb further. So. All of that stuff's still there, but it's not around the tools to solve dungeons. Yep. Oh, okay. They just give that to you to be like, here, and you can go anywhere. If you complete certain armor sets, like if you have, say, the Hylian tunic, the Hylian shoes, you get a boost. Mm-hmm. And then if you, as you upgrade all three of those pieces, that armor set gives you more bonuses and more strengths. So there's more depth to like the armor system versus like this one lets you swim. This one lets you go on the fire. Like right. it's actually a, a whole blended experience there. You can change the colorways if you want yep. by collecting different flowers. And uh, the, there's different horses. You don't have a set horse. Yeah, you just have to fucking sneak up on them, which is hard as shit. And then you can, if after you tame them, you can take them to a stable, buy a saddle, and then they're your horse until you accidentally kill them. It happens. <laughs> but different horses and different colors have different attributes. Some are more stubborn. Some are faster. Some are better at like you sword fighting. Jesus. So there's tons of shit. If you want to get really into this one aspect for a couple of days, just do this one thing. Yeah. If you want yeah. to do the story, go do the story. Sounds like a ton of awesome. Play it's time. just so big. And, you know, my experience has been so far, you know, because Anna and I compare notes a lot and I'll be doing like three or four different um, shrines. Um, for those that know, shrines are basically like you get these uh, soul. What it's, are like, they? it's like a mini dungeon. It's one yeah. puzzle and there's like a hundred plus of them. Yeah. And then they're like the one puzzle generally focuses around like a certain ability, but I'm stuck on one right now that like I'm totally fucking lost. Like the clue is like, I think you have to locate the position of the mountain shrines somehow. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so you get through that and then you get these little soul, soul orbs that you then go pray to a statue. And when you pray to the statue, you, you can either get an extra heart or you can get more endurance. Hmm. And endurance allows you to climb further. Um, it also allows you to hang glide longer, things like that, or run longer. I noticed that endurance circle when I was playing. Yeah. Uh, you, you can only run for a certain amount of time. You can only hang yeah. glide for so long. Swimming too. And then yeah. also when you're trying to tame the horse, that's why the stronger horses you need to hire stamina yeah. to like outlast them. But mm. one of the things I was struggling with is I haven't unlocked a lot of the map, like got the map so I can see where the fuck I'm going. And I found a tower but I couldn't climb up the tower quite enough. So yeah. I had to go hit four shrines and pray and get my stamina. And then I was able to climb the tower and unlock the map. And see, I cheated that by just using the mushrooms and I cooked some stamina stuff. See, and I didn't even think about doing that. And so that's that's the fun part too, is I've talked to a lot of people and they've had completely different experiences. They're at a similar story point, but they've had completely different gameplay to get and the way that they've beat 
the sections is different too. Yeah. You know, um, so the one, my haiku here that John read, thank you for that, by the way. Um, so one of the experiences I wanted to talk about that I thought you would think was pretty cool, Tyson. So the story, I'm supposed to go to this town, right? And I'm headed to the town, but on the far distance, I see this kind of a cool cliff structure and there's a shrine at the very end of it. Um, so I kind of start going that way and I'm being a smart ass at the time because Danielle's watching and this blue ox shows up and I'm like, I'm going to ride this blue ox. So I'm following it as long as I can up this hill and it keeps kind of disappearing. But at this point, I'm really close to the shrine. So I go into that and it's a, it's like a medium or hard battle where it's a, it's a, um, I can't remember what it's called, but you have to fight something in it. And it's this robot that's harder than hell. It takes me 45 minutes. I use all of my stuff to kill this fucking robot, get some sweet gear, get out of there. And then I'm headed back. And as I'm walking over this cliff face, there's kind of a hole to a smaller section underneath it. And down there's this giant ogre with one eye. And I thought, well, fuck this guy. I've got the jump on him. I'm going to kill him. So I jump on him and I take his life down maybe an eighth. And so then I'm in this big fight with this giant ogre who's chasing me around. <laughs> and uh, I wasted most of my weapons. And then I start shooting him in the eye. And so he would uh, that would work. He'd fall over and I'd beat the shit out of him. But all the enemies in this game, the AI, are really smart. Um, so after he's about halfway down with his life, as soon as I'd pull my bow out, he'd put his hand in front of his eye. Oh, and then just start swinging at me. So I'm like, well, that's not going to fucking work now. So I get out an axe and I start cutting down trees. So I cut down this tree to fall on him and he grabs the tree and then starts swinging the tree at me. Jesus. <laughs> so that that's like the entire game is, yeah. it's just what am I gonna do to get past this? I highly recommend anybody that tries to play it. I'm not using a strategy guide. Like talk to your friends as far as their experiences, yeah. but just go play it. I've never used a strategy guide for any of the Zelda games. Like. I've conversed with you guys. Sure. You. The the only, I mean, I use a strategy guide to get the big Oron sword. I'll be honest. Like that was something that you, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm that's, just saying like you pick me, an item and go for it, but yeah. there's so much in this game. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and to go on that different experience, like I haven't even seen anything of what you're talking about yet. Like, I, and I've probably got 20, 25 hours in. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Cause when Anna was watching me play, she was like, where the fuck are you? I'm like, oh, well, I'm over here. She's like, well, what about this shrine? Did you get this shrine? It's like right in front. It's the first thing you get. I'm like, no, it's not. I didn't even see that shrine. She's like, what about this one? You just go hit these rocks. And then the rocks explode and the shrine opens up. I'm like, I didn't fucking think to hit the rocks. So what we've learned is Anna's way better. <laughs> she's actually Zelda. really good. Like, well, and like, it, it's, but it's cool because she thinks about it differently. And so she's got like, she found a shrine that gives her all these fucking rad ass weapons. And I'm still like fighting with sticks and brooms basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's neat. Uh, any last comments about it? We've gone way over on this episode. I think it's been worth it, though. Go buy this game. Yeah, I would. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, if I feel like I need to stop talking about it, or I'm going to be stopping. I'm going to be trying to find a target on the way home <laughs> to buy like, one. If anything, this is an amazing game month for games. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Switch, Zelda, Mass Effect's on its way out. Yeah. Um, For Honor uh, came out right at the end of February. We're at not in it. I think gaming companies are finally learning. You don't have to release everything in fucking November. Yeah, uh, South Park. South Park's I mean, coming it's out over the next two months. Like March, April, May are overwhelming with An game onslaught. releases. Yeah. Oh, and the good old games fucking spring sale happened this week too. So goddamn, there's more money gone. All right, everyone. We'll enjoy all the gaming that you've got in front of you, and we'll catch you guys next week. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.
Be sure to check out our friends through being cool, and we'll catch you guys next week.